At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the 522nd edition of the Sales Podcast. I'm Wes Schaefer, the Sales Whisperer, your host, Today we have Mr. Colin Mitchell. He's an expert in podcasting. He turned his passion into profits in the podcasting space. Um, great guy. We've had um, some cool discussions. He introduced me to a couple other folks already. Uh, I've applied what he taught uh, to already make a little money in my own podcast. So it's a good interview. All right. Um, as you listen to this, I will be heading to Maine. Be up there for eight days doing a little jujitsu camp an immersion camp. So uh, if I don't come back, know that uh, I died happy uh, with lobster in my belly, and but probably some big mean dude on my belly as well. But I'll fight back, okay? I'm coming back. So, uh, But I am looking forward to that. Uh, I've never been to Maine, never been to a jiu-jitsu training camp. Um, so it will be cool. So I am pre-loading a, a few episodes here so um, you don't miss anything. Um, I'm also going through some um, couple of training courses on my own. Uh, I'm going to be revamping some uh, Facebook groups, so stay tuned for that. Um, trying to do what I can to help uh, individuals. Uh, golly, I just think the the hard rain is not over. There's more to come. Um, so we got to prepare. Okay, so I want to share what I'm doing. Uh, to help you apply these things, uh, to have the courage to keep leaning into whatever crap comes our way so you can come out of it um, on the other end, all right? So stay tuned for that. I'm going through some things right now. I should be able to finish those uh, even next week while I'm on uh, at the camp and uh, during breaks and whatnot. And uh, the goal was to launch those here uh, you know, before the end of the month. So I'm recording this August 20th, so... Not a lot of time, so I think I'll hit it though. Okay, uh, if you're still looking for some help, you know, get the book 79stories.info. It's an affordable way to start picking my brain. Um, get the on demand content, makeeverysale.com, or get the on demand content and the book and live weekly calls and the private group at sellmoreofeverything.com. All right, so pause this, go there, then come back and check out this interview with Colin. Colin Mitchell, you say get shit done is right behind you. You better bring it. Are you ready for the sales podcast, man? Dude, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Don't you know who I am? Damn it. Don't you know who I am? All the way from El Segundo, man. Well, you need to come see me in Temecula, but welcome to the sales podcast, dude. How the heck are you? 
I'm doing fantastic, Wes. Uh, thanks so much for having me on. I'm super pumped. I know we're going to have a lot of fun. I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be great. You know what? That makes two of us, man. I mean, you know, it's, one uh, of us better figure it out. <laughs> just kind of go with the flow. Um, so you're some crazy dude. A, you live in California. B, you live in Southern California. C, you live in El Segundo, man. During COVID, you launch a business. Should I should I call you a doctor or or are you like crazy like a fox? Uh, probably more crazy like a fox because school was never really my thing. <laughs> all right, all right, sounds good. But but I mean, maybe we need a physician for you. Maybe you're not like quite right in the head. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, that you know, the jury's out. Is is st still not out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so during COVID, you launch a podcast business. Uh, what the heck compelled that? Yeah, you know, with a lot of things that I've done, they just sort of happen organically without much of a plan and, you know, see if there's a need. And I love the early startup hustle, grind, figure things out as you're taking off uh, part of entrepreneurship. And then one thinks things get sort of good. I get kind of bored. <laughs> um, and so it all started. I went on uh, my, my founder, uh, Christopher Decker. I went on his show for the first time. Nobody had ever asked me to be on a podcast before. And of course I felt honored and was like, who me? And, uh, went on his show, had a great experience. It was actually in studio, uh, where, you know, when people were actually seeing each other in person and, and doing that sort of thing, where now everything you do is virtual these days, uh, for the most part, but yeah, it was in studio. I had a great experience. And I said, Hey, I think I might need to start one of these things. How do I do it? And he said, it's very simple. You can interview whoever you want and I'll take care of the rest. And he was just really starting getting, getting started in content. And he had a couple of shows that he was managing. Um, and somebody who is a very successful podcaster came along and said, you know, you have to release 20 episodes daily, and then you'll get listed in the new noteworthy section of of Apple and, and you'll get a bunch of followers. And it sounded like it made sense. So I recorded 20 episodes, even though I had planned to only do maybe one or two a month, which is definitely what you should not do if you're thinking about starting a podcast. Um, and I don't think it helped us pick up any extra followers. I, <laughs> I don't know if it did. Uh, but what it did is it got me in that frequency. And I went on this you know, process and path of interviewing 150 plus entrepreneurs and founders in a short period of time. We're doing a show five days a week and we created a product and a process out of that and said, Hey, I think there's more people that would like this. And there was, um, and then we really started just, you know, uh, managing shows and have really focused on B2B shows. Um, and it's a great tool. I love everything about podcasting because the single activity can accomplish so many different things. And, and maybe we'll get into that. So what would you say 20 a day? What are, you, are you talking about 20 on day no. one? So he, he, he had suggested re record 20 yeah. and then release them daily. Okay. And that was supposed to, I don't know, trick the yeah, Apple. Like, like yeah, it was. Yeah. The, the advice used to be you launch with three. Yeah. Right on, right on day one, you launch with, with zero, actually n number zero is your introduction. Cause people will yeah. listen to that. And then, right then three episodes. So technically four, right. And then one a day for a week, and then you can get into whatever your frequency will be. But, uh, but yeah, even if you, if you do that and then go to one a week, you know, there's, there's eight, eight or nine, roughly you got to have 
to front end load uh, uh, your first month, uh, I don't know, it probably isn't bad advice, you know, to get you going, but, but yeah, most people, they can't keep it up. Yeah. I mean, you see most podcasts drop off at about eight to 10 episodes and then you see that they haven't, you know, released for months or years or how long that's kind of like the, you know, you see a podcast that has eight to 10 and hasn't, you know, released anything new in a while. It's like the podcast graveyard. Yeah. So you, so you, you see this, it, it nudges you. It, it, I mean, why did you think you wanted to do it? I mean, it just, was it something new and it is, it was a challenge or yeah. you, you see like a, is there a long-term vision for this, um, for the podcast space? Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of things. So something, so something interesting happened when I was, you know, you, you release a show and you start putting out more content and then people, you know, more people start to ask you on their show. And, and I went on a show and, um, was excited to go on a show as most people are, especially if you haven't been on a lot of shows at that point, I hadn't been on a lot of shows and, uh, an interesting thing happened. It was the worst experience I'd ever had going on a show. (laughs) And it was like a 15 minute show. And, you know, the, we hopped on for the first time, never spoke before. And, uh, it was clear that, you know, he didn't know much about me, which, you know, there's, that's nothing wrong with that. You're not Um, talking about this right now. Are you? (laughs) No, no, no. no. Oh, that's going to be really awkward. (laughs) Good thing I'm not live streaming. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and just in case you don't release it, I've got my AI bot listening, so we'll put it out there. (laughs) Damn it. All Um, right. I guess I got to publish this. All right. Continue. Yeah. So, so anyway, here's what happened. We hopped on. He says, here's the questions I'm going to ask you. And he wanted my answers and I gave him my answers. And then he kind of suggested a little bit of a different answer on one. I'm like, okay, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, but I'm just going to go with it here. This is his show, his format. He, you know, um, and, and then, so we went on really quick and it was like 10 minutes. And then, uh, and then immediately after the show, he tried to sell me some high ticket, you know, consulting to launch a show. <laughs> hey, when we're done, when we're done, I'm not recording and your AI is turned off. I yeah. need to compare notes because I might know who you're talking about. Yeah. And so <laughs> and it, it really kind of pissed me off. But, you know, hey, that's his hustle. And, 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 and you know, it's clearly working or he wouldn't maybe still be doing it. And uh, and he, you know, and, and so it was it, it pissed me off. And but then I, it got me thinking. And I'm like, it's actually a really, are we allowed to curse here? Sure. I started with get shit done. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I know if (laughs) F-bombs were allowed. But anyway, they're required on my show, just so you know. I had a a, a past rabbi on last week, and I I really tried to get him to drop an F-bomb, but I failed. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so it it pissed me off. And, and, uh, you know, and I said, you know, it's, it's actually a really good fucking idea. It's just extremely poor execution. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the, the, the idea of having people on a show, creating content together, delivering a good experience. In that case, it was a bad experience. Um, and, you know, being intentional about the types of people that you want to build relationships with and, and adding value in a meaningful way 
it actually works when it's done properly and, you know, from a good place and not the way that I just described. So then that's when I was like, Hey, I think, I think we can do that, but better for more people and they need it. And, you know, so our, our big goal is we want to work with the top 10 change makers globally and use the, you know, art of story taking, you know, storytelling to, you know, connect more people and change the way B2B sales is done by people, you know, using a podcast to build relationships with people on a deep, meaningful way. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, podcasting, people think it's um, maybe it's peaked or something, but I mean, it's here to stay and it's only growing. I mean, you got Joe Rogan and um, somebody else I just was reading about. It was like a $60 million contract for three years. Uh, yeah. It was a female. Um, Is it the like Barstool one or? Uh, I don't know. I just who's I was, skimming it on Twitter or something the other day. And I was like, man, I would, you know, 60 million bucks for three years. Like that's legit. Yeah. Um, you know, people don't, they don't trust mainstream media as much anymore. So, you know, being able to pick and choose, it's like cable TV, right? You can pick your show. Yeah. Um, so same thing, um, you know, with podcasts and it's, it's here to stay. So, so jump on in. Um, yeah. And, and, and there's way more demand than there is inventory because the top 10 to 20% of shows get 90% of the listenership. And yeah, there's a lot of podcasts, but a lot of them are crap or a lot of them don't stick with it. So there's way more demand than there is inventory of good quality shows that stick around and everybody's getting into it. You know, uh, Netflix just poached the head of podcasts from Apple and hired their first head of podcast, you know, Kajabi is offering podcasts, you know, uh, now subscription podcast. Um, you know, you can listen to podcasts and there's audio rooms in Facebook. Now it's like everybody it's, it's not too late to get in. So I want to get into some do's and don'ts of that, but I want to go back a little bit and go through your story of how you started, right? Because, uh, there's always little gotchas, little, little subtleties. Sometimes big things, you know, that, that hit, you're like, Oh crap. I wish I'd known that before I started, you know? Mm-hmm. So can you kind of walk us through that? I mean, it, you're kind of a serial entrepreneur anyway. Right. So did that, that help you or did you have too many irons in the fire and did that actually hurt you? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, having, have, working on too many things at once, you know, it's nice to have your, your income diversified, right? <laughs> have different revenue streams. Like there's definitely benefits in that. Um, but you're only one person, right? So you can, you can be kind of good at a lot of things, or you can be really great, you know, at whatever particular thing that you're more focused on. Um, and I've definitely, you know, learned that the hard way. And, you know, with the podcasting, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun, like the people that I get to work with. So, you know, maybe if you're somebody who's got a lot of different things that they're working on, you know, what thing do you enjoy the most? And whatever that is, you know, then it's not going to feel like work. You're not going to be as limited. Um, and you're probably going to take that a lot further. What if it's napping and, and Netflix? Well, then you got a bigger problem. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I was hoping maybe there was a way. Okay. Um, so you have to, um, 
kind of narrow your focus. All right. So you're, you're invited on this show. You, your eyes are opened. You see the vision, the clouds part, a dove descends. And what did you do? I went back to my co-founder, Chris, and I, and I told him about this whole experience. And I said exactly what I mentioned. I said, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fucking good idea, but it needs to be done right. And there's a lot of people that need to have a podcast because, you know, it's going to, it's, it's a way of getting access to people. And, and this is the story that I like to, or the example I like to give people, right. Is let's say you have a hundred, you know, now I'm not saying podcast is going to be your only way of, you know, your silver bullet of hitting all your revenue goals and you don't ever have to pick up the phone again. And you, no, not, that's not what I'm saying, but you still need to do your other activities and, you know, but, you know, podcasting can allow you to build, you know, deep, meaningful relationships with your dream clients, like whoever that is, like, who's your top hundred. If I got these people as clients, it's a game changer for me. And those are the, you know, you, you can build a show around interviewing those types of people and people remember, you know, they remember, you know, a little bit of what you say, maybe a little more of what you do, but they really remember how you make them feel right. And if you deliver a good experience, you know, where they're funny like you and, (laughs) you know, ask good questions and it's clear they actually pay attention or they're curious about learning about you and you deliver a great experience and then you continue to add, continue to add value after the interview. Cause that's where a lot of people fall short is like, Hey, thanks for coming on my show. And then, and I have, I've been on a lot of shows and I would say probably 90% of the shows that I've been on, I've never heard from those guests again. They've never put me on an email list. They've never sent me a thank you card. They've never asked me to collaborate. They've never you know, done anything else after that. They got from me what they wanted, which was me to go on the show. And then they did nothing with that relationship. And what a waste. Yeah. I hear you. So, so you talk with your co-founder and you're like, all right, this is a good idea. Then what, how do you like, how do you know where to host your show? Did you have the equipment that you needed yeah. You know, did you buy a course? Did you hire a consultant to launch you? Yeah. So, so Chris has had a studio and had equipment and had a lot of experience with creating content and video and audio. And he's a very creative person. So, um, that helped us significantly. Like we didn't have to go try to figure all that stuff out. It was mainly just figuring out, you know, how can we put an offer together that's affordable for for people, start to test that and see how it goes. And also, you know, uh, eat our own cooking as well, right? So we manage almost 40 shows now. And every show that we manage, somehow originally the relationship either stemmed from somebody coming on my show, somebody going on his show, or somebody guesting on one of our client shows, or, you know, some second or third degree of a guest somehow, some way. So we know that it works. And then we basically teach, you know, our clients on how to not just start a podcast because it's fun and everybody else is doing it, but a podcast that actually drives revenue and not the type of podcast that's like, Hey, we need to wait six to 12 months. So you have the downloads to get some sponsors. Like how can we build some relationships that are going to align and drive revenue for your business? Uh, so how did you figure that out? I mean, that's a, that's a 
fast turnaround. I mean, nine months, 40 shows uh, in something that's new to you. Um, are you just a, a fast learner? I mean, just burning the candle at both ends. Um, so, yeah. So, so, so we learned a lot in that first show that I had where I, where I, you know, interviewed entrepreneurs and founders. And what we realized is this works really well for mostly B2B. So B2C, not so much. It works really well with any sort of business or offer or professional services that, that, um, is highly driven by like a relationship driven sales process. Okay. So we know those things based on, you know, what we tried and tested and, and things like that. And then we sort of came up with three overarching sort of high level strategies of how do we drive revenue for a show? Cause we realized how do we not have a bunch of shows that then die after eight or 10 episodes, like a majority of shows that you see in the podcast inventory today? Well, it's got to be an activity that they enjoy and that is going to drive revenue or else they're not going to do it. Right. And so, you know, there's the most, my personal favorite, which is, you know, we structure a show around interviewing the types of people you want to do business with. Or if you have a, you know, if you have a legit partner program and you have, you know, these sort of partners, like an example there would be if you're a marketing agency that does SEO, but you don't build websites or, you know, you do paid traffic, but you don't do SEO or whatever the case is, you know, there's other agencies that do similar work and you have the same customer profile. So those are great relationships. So you could have a show around building relationships and interviewing those types of people to then, you know, foster more partners um, or kind of the more long tail strategy, which is less adopted is who do your customers follow? Go out and interview those types of people, convert their followers to yours. I like it. So how do you find these people, you know, or, or do you find like a mediocre podcast and say, Hey, we can make it better. Or do you, do you find like a big agency and they don't have a podcast and, and try to sell them on letting you grow it for them. Yeah. So we have, um, in a few cases, we've taken shows where, you know, they've started the show. They maybe are tired of doing it themselves or they've taken it sort of as far as they could take it and, you know, want to go further and then we'll take the show over. So we have a few cases where that has happened. In most cases, we're launching the show for them and we've gotten good at targeting the types of people that, you know, we think should have a show, you know, a lot of coaches, a lot of consultants, a lot of, you know, uh, founders, entrepreneurs, you know, founders of SaaS companies, um, you know, authors, speakers, like all of these types of people typically make great podcast hosts in a lot of cases. And there's some other exceptions too. Um, but for the most part, those are the types of people that in, in a lot of times when we do talk to them, they've usually been kicking around the idea of starting a show for a year or two and, you know, just haven't really gotten what they needed to get it started. And it's pretty, it's a pretty, you know, natural progression of a conversation of just getting one started. Yeah. Um, have you had any duds? <laughs> Shows that like started and then stopped? Well, I mean, you know, you, maybe a guy is a great consultant, you know, but man, he's, he's just not a great interviewer, you know? And I, yeah. So we coach good. around that too. So we have weekly coaching as well. And if somebody comes to us and they don't have a lot of experience speaking or on camera or interviewing people or, you know, or going on podcasts, then we typically would recommend 
why don't you go guest on some shows and kind of find your voice, kind of, you know, see how that feels before fully taking the plunge of starting a show. Nice. Cause I've been on some bad ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Oh man. Cool. So you, well, so you got 40 shows are, are they all pretty much weekly? Yeah, they're at least weekly. They're at least weekly or twice a week or three times a week, or we have one show that's seven days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, how do you determine like the ideal frequency for a show? Yeah. I mean, the frequency weekly is the minimum, right? Yeah. Podcast yeah. listeners, they like consistency. Um, you know, so you can't release an episode on a Tuesday and then next week release it on a Friday and then not release for two weeks. And then like, that's just a disaster, especially now because, you know, after a couple of weeks, the, the episodes actually stop downloading on your device, um, which, you know, is going to hurt your show. Um, so we recommend everybody has at least a weekly frequency. And for some people that might feel like a lot, like, oh, I'm just going to be in this hamster wheel of interviewing people all the time. And so you can, you know, a lot of people will batch record. So they might record one day out of the month or two days out of the month. And then we, you know, release the show weekly. So it's not as maybe overwhelming. Um, and then you can also do some things like if you're busy and you, you can't, you just didn't, you know, do your part to get a guest, you can do a solo episode or we could do a compilation or highlight reel from, you know, multiple episodes. There's lots of things we can do to like fill, you know, make sure we stay on that weekly frequency. But, you know, I like to put it this way when somebody's like, oh, I don't know if I can do weekly. Well, it's like, how many high quality sales conversations can you have? Oh, I can have five a day. Well, then you can at least have one a week as a podcast episode. Right. Yeah, it's, it's that's what boggles my mind. It's like, I get to talk to cool people for free, you know, and um, hell, I'm pitched. It's literally my inbox at least 12, 15 a day is either, Hey, I got a great guest for your show. Or can I, can I write a blog post for your website? I'm like, Holy crap. It's just, yeah. uh, so in that, that regard, it does kind of turn me off lately, but obviously it means there's interest. If there's that many people out there, you know, pitching. Yeah. Once your show has been around, you start to get on some of those lists that are floating out there, you know, you start to, build a bit of a listenership. Yeah. Your inbox is going to start to fill up with, with those. And surprisingly, sometimes, sometimes some are not bad, but, oh, yeah. it, but there's a lot that are just horrible and are not even relevant or just, yeah. you know, it's like, you're sending me the same piece of crap that everybody else is sending. Yeah. And a lot of them, they'll just have a, I'm just on a list. I can tell they screen scrape me. So I'll reply and say, yeah, I charge for this. And I'm, I always laugh like at how offended some of them will get. And I'm like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. I'll give you a You're trick. Charging on 350 to $800 to just email blast. And everyone that says, yes, you get paid, but I can't get paid. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, kiss <laughs> my right. grits. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a little secret there. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So um, I also get tons of those just like yourself. And I also said, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Hey, if they actually look like a good fit, then they can come on, but they got to pay. And, uh, and, and so I did, you know, Hey, 500 bucks to come on the show. And, uh, I got zero conversions. (laughs) I was like, shit. Uh, so then I changed the language and I said, Hey, if you want to come on the show and I make sure, you know, I have somebody on my team that looks, make sure they're a good fit. Like, Hey, is this somebody that we would maybe have on the show anyway? Yeah. Right. And if they say yes to that, then we reply and we say, great. You know, we get tons of, um, emails just like this all the time. If you want to support the show, then write us a killer review (laughs) and then send a donation based on what you can afford. And we have a sliding scale and that puppy converts. Nice. (laughs) I like that. Just changing the language. Yeah. So what have you seen? Like, what's the average? Is it at least a hundred bucks? I would say the average is about, so the minimum, the minimum on our scale, we have a slight, we'll say, hey, 150 to 500. Yeah. And uh, for whatever reason, most people don't want to be pay the least amount. They don't want to be the cheap one. <laughs> so most people come in around two to 300 bucks as the average for a 30 minute episode with somebody I would have interviewed anyway. But hey, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of commitment to continuously having a show and it's absolutely appropriate to ask somebody to support that if they want to, if they want to come and reach your audience and, and, you know, as long as they're a good fit, I think that's the thing that's essential. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't just have anybody on the show that could pay because you know, that would not end well. And then we wouldn't have much of a show left. (laughs) Right. I got to look into my merchant account. I don't know on the, I don't know. So you just use PayPal, PayPal, PayPal oh. me, PayPal. You just oh, you send PayPal them a PayPal. Yeah, you just send them like a PayPal me link or whatever. Uh, yeah. If you have a business PayPal, and then you just let them drop in whatever they want to do to support the show, and it converts well. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. And it and that's an easy way for like early podcasters to at least. Um, the reason I do because I could have sponsors, but I don't want to. Um, and, but it's an easy way to just, you know, make some revenue on the show. And especially for people like just getting started, if somebody took the time to reach out to you and values, um, you know, coming on the show, they're more than happy to support it. And I'll give you another little trick there too, is a lot of times people are reaching out on behalf of, right. Yeah, exactly. So, 
So uh, I, I sent a lot, I sent, we sent a lot of those messages and a lot of them, we just got crickets. And I was like, mm. I know the person is probably paying them to get them booked on the show, which is fine because we, we offer that service too. And so they're probably not sharing that information with the person that wants to come on the show. So I just went on LinkedIn, found their email, and then I would, we would reply that same reply and copy the person. Yeah. <laughs> and that increased the conversion as well. Yeah. I know. They, um, I feel bad when I got, I'll get pitched by a firm, but like, I know the guy. And yeah. I'm like, like, I don't want that dude to be charged, but yeah, he is a good guy. Like I just, I don't know. I'm connected to a lot of people. It's like, it's yeah. not that I haven't wanted to have them on the show. I just, with thousands of connections, I just, you know, whoever raises their hand. So like, I'll shoot them a note and, and, you know, a lot of times I'll be like, yeah, well, I, that's fine. Just go through the agency and book. I'm like, okay. That's when, you know, like you don't have to, but, um, but yeah, there's so many and that's crazy, but yeah, those are, I mean, those are great tips. And yeah. And also podcast swaps a great idea too, you know, okay. cause every host knows the value of going on shows. And so if they have a show, then, you know, if we look and we, they have a show and the show's, you know, decent, then we'll just say, Hey, we'll do a swap. You come on yeah. my show, you go on your show. And because, you know, that's the, any podcaster getting started, that's the best activity to grow the show is go on more shows Re- really regardless of the quality, even if it's a show that just started getting started, because, you know, if you go there and you deliver a good message and you're interesting, you know, good chance there's a chunk of them that are going to check your show out. Yeah. I don't think I've ever told anybody. No. Um, I've gotten on a few where I wish I had told them no, but (laughs) (laughs) which is fine. Just don't promote the episode, which, you know, you just bury it. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but if somebody asks, you know, and, and I've been early, right. I've been like first 10 for many. And, uh, cause you know, I remember like when I got started, it, it, it was so long ago though. It was cool. I mean, I, I had access to some really great people early on because I mean, this goes back to 2013. Uh, so I, I remember, you know, and I'm not going to say, what are your downloads? You know, make sure yeah. you are worthy of me. Like if I like send me a calendar link and I will, it may be a couple of weeks out. I will find time. I will make time. Um, and I, I get a little, miffed some some of these are too hard right like, oh, you go to some web form you know gravity form whatever and it takes me 20 minutes to fill the damn thing out it's like come on dude yeah you know but i, I have bailed on some of those yeah yeah you i mean if you're you know if you have a show and, and you have a guest onboarding and you're asking their their blood type and their social security and mm. and, and their political views <laughs> forget you know the new brother and filling out your form ain't one of them <laughs> right 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 yeah i mean we all get it you need some basic information so that you can you know post the episode and have you know our headshot and bio and uh and even the bio man sometimes people give us you know come in and give you a bio and it's like I'm taking two sentences of that and disregarding the rest. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, I use my, this text expander. I've got a long bio and a short bio, right? And usually I just short one. And I'm like, chop that up all you want. Like, I, I don't care, man. If you're having me on the show, I'm, I do want to make it easy, but golly, you got to make it easy for me as well. Right. You know, it needs to be a little, a little quid pro quo there. 
Yeah. And that's, and, and, and when we talk, when I talked about earlier, right. Is like, if you're having these people on that, you're trying to build a relationship when you're trying to deliver a good experience and the experience starts like that, you're starting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. even just scheduling to come on your show needs to be simple and yeah. easy and, you know, professional. Right. Yep. Amen. Uh, so, so what's your plan? You, you got 40, you want to get to a hundred, you want to get to hundred by, by the end of the year. Cool. hundred by the end of the year. And, uh, you know, I think we're, we're on track to do that. Um, we're also starting to do things like, you know, we we have a master class that we're doing, you know, for a hundred bucks, you know, give you a coupon code. If any of your listeners want to join where we're going to teach them pretty much everything we talked about, the strategy, the resources, everything that they would need to get a show that drives revenue on their own. If they didn't want to hire somebody like us, right. Um, it's a three hour session and, uh, and tons of resources. And so, yeah, we're starting to do things like that. We're also coaching and mentoring with, you know, some startup communities and, um, you know, doing all kinds of stuff and anybody who ever wants to start a show, you know, we hop on a call and give them all our best ideas. Hey, if you were going to start a show, here's what we'd recommend. Here's what you should use. Here's what you should consider whether they decide to hire us or not, you know, doesn't really matter. Right. Um, so where are you now? Is that your own office? Are you like in a co-working space or where, where do you work out of? I work out of a co-working space and then my, my, uh, my co-founder, he works over in Orange County where we have a studio. So we have some shows that, um, interview people in person there yep. or virtually where they come into the studio occasionally. Um, you know, we also saw that a lot of times when people were launching shows, it would tend to get, um, it would tend to get dragged out. You know, to launch a show was like a two to four week process. Mm. And we said, you know, that's not the experience people want. So, uh, we, we launched their show in a three hour session in one day, nice. uh, which we call our podcast boot camp. So sometimes people will come in or fly in and do their boot camp there to launch their show. And, you know, it's basically we make all the decisions come with an open mind and three or four people that you want to interview next. And that's it. And then by the end of it, you know, your host episode one, just get on that weekly frequency from there. Yeah. You got the road podcaster, right? Microphone. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I had that. I had it since 09 and I started, I got some weird high pitch tone and it, it made me crazy. And my son's an audio guy. Mm. He was troubleshooting stuff. I couldn't figure it out. I, I bought this little blue Yeti for 60 bucks used on eBay and it's been fantastic. And it hurt my soul though, to get rid of that road podcaster. <laughs> I love yeah. that thing. Yeah. I, I love you know, it looks nice. It's, I haven't had any problems with it. Um, my, my co-founder has the, has the blue Yeti on his desk. And then we have the, the sure mics in the studio. Yeah. And do, do headsets matter? Like I've literally never worn a headset, but I see more and more people using them. It, it, it really depends on the room and like if sound is bouncing around a lot. So, and how much you know, so that, you know, it's not necessary. Um, but so when we record podcasts and majority of our clients, we record on a platform called Riverside 
FM. Yep. And so that's recording the audio and the video locally and then yep. rendering it up for, you know, higher quality at the end. And with that particular platform, it does matter a little more if you have headphones. It actually mm -hmm. asks you when you enter, like, do you have headphones or not? And makes a small adjustment based on how you answer that. I have noticed, like, Zoom is good, but I'm wondering if it's time to upgrade. Because it seems like sometimes the, the guest might be a little hot. Uh, and it seems like the video isn't as good. Um, yeah, the video is not as good as like Riverside. And there's another one. I think Squadcast does high quality video now. Um, but we, they, Riverside was the first one to do it. And it, there was, it was a little bumpy at first when they first got started, to be honest, there was some glitches and, and they, they've come a long way. It's a fantastic product now. Um, and then Squadcast had always done higher quality audio only. And then they rolled out video and we tested it right after they rolled out video and we had some hurdles and we had a client that like had recorded a whole episode that couldn't be used. <laughs> and we're like, we're not going to recommend that one anymore for now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Man, you're going to cost me some money here, brother, but I think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be a good thing. We, we were meant to meet, you know? That? Yeah. I think, I think you're coming on my show too, right? <laughs> Dude, it's going to, it's going to melt your service. Do you know who I am? Uh, I don't know. Please <laughs> tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking some notes here. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I'll give them a try. Um, so are you in your coaching? Are you advising these folks, like helping them really monetize this? Because I know a lot of times people can just get caught up in their content, right? And they're, they're passionate mm -hmm. and knowledgeable about what they do. They don't think, oh yeah, I, I need some kind of call to action on this episode. Like how, how can somebody monetize what they're doing without sponsors? Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of options. I mean, so when we coach, our coaching calls have evolved into a lot of different things. We used to have more like, here's the topic, here's what we're going to teach everybody today. And then we just decided to increase the frequency and have it more just open office hours. Like, Hey, you know, what's top of mind, what's blocking you, how, how can we help? And it all kind of ties back to podcasting, but it also is, you know, weaves in with, with their business goals, you know, very nicely. Cause we really try to have the strategy of the podcast align with their business goals. So, um, and we've, you know, helped people. We have clients that have sponsors, you know, their shows have gotten big enough where sponsors make sense and they're, they're making revenue. Um, we have other clients where, you know, they don't maybe have as big of the following and downloads, but they have a really niche audience. Um, and there's a lot of value in that too. So like maybe, you know, a Patreon makes sense and they have people, Hey, they want to support the cause or the, the mission or the, you know, whatever you're doing that's making impact. Um, majority of our clients are really just, you know, using the podcast because it accomplishes so many things. So they can interview somebody 30, 45 minutes. They're building relationships with the people that they need to anyway, um, for their business. They're creating impactful content for social media. So they're investing in their personal brand. You know, they're also getting transcriptions, which they can turn into blogs and quotes and do all kinds of other things. They're getting the full video for YouTube. So, you know, different clients value different things. And then, you know, a simple thing you can do as well is, you know, I mentioned like, Hey, when people reach out, charge them. 
That's an easy way to make some money. Um, and then there's tons of affiliate things you can do too, right? So like, you don't have to have an official sponsorship agreement with somebody who is, um, you know, paying you to run a ad or commercial, but if there's a product you believe in that aligns with, you know, the type of listeners that you have, then you can, you know, go out there and find some things that you can start to recommend. Or if there's things that you use in your business that you want other people to use, you can recommend them. And pretty much any SaaS products got at least a decent affiliate program. And they're happy to let you promote their stuff and drop a link. And, you know, if your listeners, listeners are are pretty loyal people that, you know, want to support people that if you're providing value, you know, they're happy to sign up that way through something that you recommended. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And and I do that. Like I'll, I'll do an intro and an outro and, and plug a program or uh, I've got like a CRM selection tool and, you know, it's driving traffic for me there. And uh, you know, I, I do, I transcribe it. I'll use the video to get a little extra SEO juice, Yeah, uh, drop it on, on all the regular social media platform. It was cool. A friend of mine months ago, she was in a rental car with uh, I think CarPlay and stumbled across my podcast and she took a picture her husband was driving look what i just found I'm like hey, it was pretty cool you know yeah um, you got to be everywhere yeah and there's so many podcast platforms that you don't even know exist and you'd be surprised how much listening actually happens on the other platforms that you're not as aware of yeah um do you know much about clubhouse have you been using that you know, I know very little about it and I have my own experience with it. Um, I started a show with, with, uh, with somebody who, you know, had camp had come on my show. I went on his show. We became friends and we decided to start a clubhouse room together and we were going to do it daily. And, um, you know, we're both busy people and we thought like, Hey, just a 30 minute room daily. And it'd be great. And tons of people show up and that's not what happened. Um, and, and so, what I've realized is, you know, for Clubhouse uh, to be to work for you for your business, where you're not just hanging out, <laughs> you got to put a lot of effort into it. Like you got to do like a be consistent, and you know you got to do like a two hour room or three hour room. Really? And, I mean, or an hour, maybe an hour. I, I don't know, <laughs> but it it was it, thirty minutes wasn't enough we increased it to an hour and, and, and and we just, neither one of us had that level of time to commit to that. Um, and, you know, depending on what you do and, uh, it could work for some people, but I wasn't willing to put the investment into the, that much time on that platform when, you know, having a podcast and being on act, being active on LinkedIn works for me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just had a guess. He was he was really hounding me to to get on it, and I was like, "All right, I, I'm on it. Like, I just I got to put it into my routine. But if it's that long, like, oh hell no, I can't do that." Well, cool. that's why you, you see a lot of people doing stuff on the weekend or in the evening, and it's like that ain't for me, man. You know, mm-hmm. I come in, I grind for eight hours, nine hours max, and then I'm home with the family. I'm not gonna be at home clubhouse and <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i work from home people think i'm crazy with seven kids but 
uh, and a friend of mine has a co-working space and she's always hounding me. It's like, I do, I'd love to support her, but it's, it's across town and we are a little bitty town, but still, you know, it could be 15 or 20 minutes to get there and then back. I'm like, I like being home. <laughs> well, I can say that, uh, I concur with everybody who thinks you're crazy for having seven kids. <laughs> True. It's my wife's fault, man. She, you know who I am. She can't keep her hands off of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, only, only five are still home. So, I mean, I got that going for me. That's still a lot. <laughs> oh, I just locked. Sounds like up. you're counting. <laughs> This is why I do so many podcasts. I just close the door. I'm like, I need, I need some space. I'll just interview 5,000 people. No, yeah. really, I'm working. Y'all leave me alone. Please, somebody do an interview. Yeah. yeah. You probably got one of those signs on your door on air. <laughs> they don't have to come in. <laughs> leave me alone. Um, You're in there just daughters. napping and binging on Netflix. <laughs> uh, I got a movie, uh, movie from the library. Last full measure. I am watching it right now. <laughs> What the hell I is that the, thing? Is that a DVD? I didn't know DVD, man. Anymore. I know. I was talking to a guy the other day on the podcast, but it's like you, they're free from the library. So I'm like, I just, I they watched Godfather want you to... two weeks ago. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. you got to buy it. Right. Cause it's not, it's not part of a subscription on Amazon or, or Netflix. Like they, they hand select the good ones. They're like, Oh no, you're going to buy this. I'm like I get it free from the, from the library. Yeah. But I do wonder what's going to happen. Cause fortunately I've got, a USB DVD player that's literally 10 years old, I bet, from yeah. my from my Apple, right? Because you know, they started taking the DVD out of their laptops. Yeah. So fortunately I have it. I had to dig it out of a drawer. Um, but it's like, where's it going to? The library needs to catch up. Just let us stream this stuff. <laughs> yeah. The, the reason it's free is because they don't want you to bring it back. <laughs> like, I, I need to I, get rid of these things. I've told people all during COVID, like one of the things I discovered, like we do have a great library system out here. We would always go, we've always brought the kids and, and just loaded up on books. Uh, but man, I've, I've probably grabbed 60 books and movies um, just since last summer, you know, from the library. Uh, it's been great. You know, a lot of business books, but a lot of fiction books, you know, probably 10 movies, you know, yeah. eight or 10 movies. So it's, so the librarian right. knows you pretty good. The librarian knows you, man. They're like, here oh, he comes with all seven of them. Hide the good hmm. books and the DVDs. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. We, we will walk out of there. Just, uh, you know, we would bring bags. My wife's got little, you know, shopping bags we bring in. Well, then you got to track the damn things. Holy smokes. But now I digress. All right. Don't leave me in a bad mood, man. You can't, you can't leave this with me all amped up. Okay. And with seven kids, there's there's got to be something that's going to come back damaged. <laughs> there's no way everything's coming back in the condition it left. You know what? We've been pretty good. It's um, we have definitely gotten our money's worth out of it. So, uh, and we were considering moving, right? We just we flew to Texas last week, and I think we decided today we're gonna we're gonna stay. But we did one of the benefits, and I always tell people this. It's like I, I just I randomly tell my wife we're gonna have some company, so the house will get cleaned. So we, we purged like crazy, dude, because we're like, oh, we might like a friend came over, a realtor and OK, we'll take some pictures. Like, oh, we got to stage the house. We purged so much stuff. That's when I realized I, I, I got a crap ton of books. Like, I don't know if I need to keep all of them, but I do feel like this bond with my books. I, I don't know. 
how do you get rid of them? Yeah, I'm an audible guy myself, but I do uh, a lot of audible. But since the podcast, man, everybody wants to send you a copy of their book. Holy crap, dude. And then and then you I can promote it and pretend like you read it, but then just listen to it on Audible. <laughs> dude, I got a hundred at least. Yeah. At least. Um, so it it is good and bad. Um, so oh well. Well, that's cool, man. So you got a special link you had shown me. I created one before we hit record. So where do we send people to to learn more about you? Very, very simple. Whatever fantastic podcast platform they're listening to this interview on right now, as long as you decide it's good enough to release. (laughs) Um, I'm considering it. I mean, it's going okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh sales hustle i have a podcast we release three episodes a week keep it super tactical you can tune in and get the kick in the ass or whatever it is you're looking to hopefully learn to up your sales game um so check us out on any podcast platform that you're listening and and as long as Wes releases this one you you might hear him over there yes part of the grand plan it's coming together very nice so sales hustle yep right so make sure i got that pulled up cool all right we will send people there and uh you know if you get tired of la man come on out to wine country come see me all right yeah well if i have seven kids i'll probably have to (laughs) even if you don't man come on about 50 wineries out here a bunch of micro brews we'll kick it all right all right colin sales hustle thanks for coming to the show man it's been great yeah thanks for having me all right dude have a great day told you it was good so we launched salescast during covid um he's focused right this multitasking is killing you have a plan have follow your strategery all right if you have problems with that or questions, or if you're confused, hit me up. Go to the saleswhisperer.com, contact us, pick a time, we'll talk for free. All right, figure out how I can help you if I can. Um, having somebody on the outside looking in is the fastest way to grow. Yes, you can figure, out, figure it out on your own, but why? It just takes more time. You know, I'm going to this jujitsu camp because I don't want to figure things out on my own. I pay for training. I pay to have more experienced people train me and coach me. I pay to be able to roll with my peers who can test what I've been taught, see how I can apply it, see what little tweaks I need to make. You know, my instructor here is a great guy, uh, but he's smaller. He's 60 pounds smaller than me. So he's got different attacks, different approaches. So then I learn from others that are bigger, learn from even some that are smaller. So pay for excellent people to shorten your learning curve, okay? That's what wise people do. I hope you got a lot out of the show. I haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you leave a review, I'd appreciate it. A five-star review, it helps this thing bubble up, helps it get found I'm on all the major platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, on and on, okay? So wherever you listen, please leave a review. I would appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I'll go sell something. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.